Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is revisiting relationships. Yeah. Brought to you live <laughs> in my parents' closet. <laughs> Does it feel more like home to you? No. Back in the closet in the home you grew up in? Yeah, we couldn't fit in my childhood closet because it's just like a single run. Um, so we're in my parents' because I am dog-sitting while they're away and... Um, Maybe we should just like tour Canada in the in closet. Pe- in people like the in the closet tour. In the closet tour. Honestly, if we ever get big enough, we need to call our tour that. No, no, like it's not like we don't have an audience. We just like we go oh. around, and then someone's like, "I have a walk-in," and then we're like, "Perfect," and we yeah. just film it. Don't talk to them, and then just leave. <laughs> Honestly, sounds like a dream. But we will not be doing that anytime soon because we were supposed to be recording like an hour ago and we have just been spiraling about uh the coronavirus so i cannot believe what's going down like we were just talking about how today in particular like in the past like couple weeks it's been like kind of chaotic and then today in particular like the world is shutting down literally like trump just stopped um can you hear that on the mic that's uh, my stomach right now. Literally, that was I have so the loud. Corona. Oh my god! No, that's because I'm doing the wild rose cleanse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> different reason to shit my pants. <laughs> okay, sorry. Too soon for the for the jokes. You were making Corona jokes. jokes last week too, and I'm like, uh, I've we I've, tone it down. Uh, yeah, am I gonna get canceled, or am I if I am I bringing comedic relief to a? Well, it might issue? be comedic relief if it was funny, but but it's not funny. Well, oh my jokes, jokes aren't funny. Are funny. Oh, okay, so I just have to step that up. Fair, yeah. but yeah, no, we were talking about how like Trump's canceled like flights for thirty days from Europe. My sister's in Australia right now. Like she might be quarantined there with Tom Hanks. Honestly, goals. Yeah, for like months and like. Uh, Angela Merkel. I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. I always want to say Angela. Like, she's yeah. my good bitch Angela. But yeah. it's, I think it's literally, like, Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, the, like, German chancellor. Is that what she is? I it's, think she's the prime minister. I don't think... They, they, they don't call it prime minister I think it's there? something... I think it's, like, a chancellor oh, okay. or something. But basically the equivalent to yeah. president or prime minister. She essentially said that, like, 60 to 70% of Germans are eventually going to get this little cocoa thing, so... I love that you have a nickname for it, yeah. the Coco. Yeah, little mm. Covita. That's cute. Yeah, kind of a pretty name though. I was talking on Instagram the other day about how everyone should buy stocks in Corona, the beer. Stocks. I, I actually was not joking. Yeah. Because actually, if you're listening, n- nothing's actually affecting Corona, the beer, but because of this hysteria, their stock is way down. Wow. So if you're into buying stocks watch it or just put money on it right now because eventually people are going to like this is going to be over with and people are going to realize that beer was never affected yeah and it's going to go back up to where it's been sitting for like 20 years like it was such a stable stock yeah and it's gone way down it's also wild because I like see people panicking and I'm like, don't panic. But then I'm like, we have literally been talking about it for the past hour and the past like three and a half minutes mm-hmm. on this. So I'm like, am I just part of the problem? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like I'm always part of the problem. <laughs> I feel like I just never really know what's going on because the government doesn't actually tell us shit. Like, are we all going to die? Don't know. I like how you just put on like a tinfoil hat, basically. <laughs> no, I, no, but like I actually believe that. I'm like... I, I don't know what's real. Like, what is actually being released? I saw a tweet. Wow, this is like the f- fifth row, uh, fifth week in a row that I've Referred seen a tweet. Yeah. This is now Sean's tweet. <laughs> this is yeah. the new segment. Get, da, 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 da. Get Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like, um, like four pictures of like. Uh, 
news, I was going to say newspaper clippings, but yeah. they were obviously like screenshots of online newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the times have changed. Um, and one of them was like, toilet paper sold out, like food going off shelves, blah, blah, blah. And then the caption of the whole tweet of all the photos was just, and you wonder why the government isn't telling us about aliens. Yeah, I was like, no accurate. shit. Oh my god, so true. This like little flu bitch comes and we're like, ah! yeah. There's aliens in Area 51, and we're like, mm, yeah. We don't need to talk about this, but yet. we don't know for sure. We know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> okay, so revisiting relationships. Yeah. One relationship I hope to not revisit is one with Covita. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you were just saying you want to get it. I do want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> not that's not even a joke. I honestly like I am like a pretty big germaphobe. Okay. And I, I remember when like H one N one and SARS mm-hmm. and all. Every single time there is something, I as much as I tell people not to panic, I am just a natural panicker. It's right. just it's in me to give. Yeah. And giving the is the panic. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I always freak out about things like this anyways, but I was like, honestly, I'm a healthy person. I have a healthy respiratory system. I would rather just get it, not work for two weeks, go back to work and not fear everything for the next like two years. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Instead of being like, when am I going to get it? Am I going to, who's going to give it to me? Like, who should I hug? It's like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that for you. Um, so if anyone's out there and they got the Corona, Sean's shit. I'll drop you my pen. Come cough in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, today, um, a surprise to you, I'm sure at this point, since we've already been talking for six minutes, we are talking about revisiting relationships. Um, to make a little bit of a broader topic on something that's requested a lot over on our Instagram, where you can follow us at I Can Explain Podcast, and that is talking about going back to your exes. So, in this podcast, we're going to be talking about, in general exes, friends, maybe family, but just all around revisiting relationships that at one point might have ended and. Should you go back? Should you not? It depends. I guess we'll talk it out. We'll talk it out. Okay. We'll see you around the game room for next episode when we talk about that. No, I, I'll kick it off. Okay. Okay. I... Okay. I was thinking about this when the topic got asked, because my initial reaction was... Like, oh my god, no. Right. Like, why would you go back? Yeah. And then I realized I'm a weak bitch. Well, yeah. (laughs) And I have and probably would go back again. Like, I feel like it takes me a couple times to learn my lesson. Yeah. And also... Fool me once, shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice, shame on you. Fool me three times, whose fault is it? Let's Don't know again. yet. Yeah, let's try it one <laughs> last time. Um, yeah, so I think, obviously, regardless of the relationship, whether it's a platonic relationship or an ex, a big part of it for me might have to do with time frame. Okay. Because and weirdly enough, I was like, explain yourself. Geographical area. Okay, this sounds what? so stupid. You're introducing a lot of factors already. Okay. Yeah, I am because I'm a scientist, Sean. Okay. okay? I'm very intelligent, as the people that listen to this podcast are aware. Right. Um, You're revisiting your relationship with science in this, this episode. <laughs> so, 
You know what I always say is, it's not about what people say or do to you. It's about how they make you feel. <laughs> it's, yeah, that is, you know? I, that's maybe one of the first times I've heard that quote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why I wanted to bring it on here because I thought it might, you know, awaken some people. Very poignant. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten better with letting people go. Yeah. But. When I was younger, I think it had to do with, like, not feeling like I had other options. Oh, totally. Like, between friends and then also tying it into, like, being a queer individual, just having less options around me to date. Yeah. Like, the girls that, when I first started dating, the girls that I dated, they were literally because they were the girls that I knew might be interested in my community. And there was, like, two of them. Oh, and then you're like, oh, well, we broke up, but... She was the only lesbian in Vancouver, so I guess we should fuck again. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty like in my mind that that's was how the it case. Feels that's as well, how it yeah. feels. So I feel like a big part of it has to do with the feeling of scarcity. Ah, uh, yes. You know the resources. Are yeah, scarce. the resources are scarce, which ties and the back into resources are vagina. Yeah, it's like all my ex girlfriends are the toilet paper. Yes. Okay, and and if you don't snatch them up. Yeah. They'll be gone. Who's going to wipe my ass? <laughs> you know? Uh, so, that's what I always say. Speechless. As, I was speechless for once. <laughs> as a general rule, I'd like to kick this off by saying that I don't think it's a good idea to go back once you end a relationship or break up. Yeah. That is is just my general feeling on it. There are exceptions to the rule, mm-hmm. but with my small amount of wisdom that I've gained... Small amount of wisdom and large amount of pure science. <laughs> <laughs> As a scientist, I just feel like there's a reason you separate. Yeah. And there's a reason that you break up. Yeah. Whether that's, you know, the difference to me... here, The difference to me... Honestly, I am a blood is thicker than water kind of bitch, which totally goes against being queer in a lot of ways. Not saying queer people can't be like really like close to their family because like a lot are and I am. But I feel like there's like a bigger understanding in the LGBTQ plus community that a lot of times you have to let members of your family go out of your life because they're not good for you. Yeah. Um, But I feel like I always like have struggled with that and i feel like if it was a family member even if they did me really dirty i would probably give them another shot yeah. because mentally for me it would be a big really big leap to be like i'm going to cut this family member out of my life a, a big thing i think it's also mentally easier to forgive somebody for uh, for many yeah. circumstances than it is to <laughs> cut them <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so I'm like this is gonna be more taxing on me if i actually have to cut you out so. yeah but like do you do you feel like that like i feel like there's a lot of people that are probably a lot more intelligent than i am and a lot less emotional as a scientist as a, <laughs> i don't think so a lot further along scientists okay yeah um with higher credentials <laughs> that might be able to take a step back and say regardless of whether they're family or just a regular person, I'm going to put everyone on the same playing fields. I don't think anybody does that. Really? Yes. I think also just 
human nature wise like you fuck with your own tribe yeah inherently (laughs) you you just feel like i think you're a lot more forgiving and it's one of those things like you can't you can't choose your family even though queer people do in a certain way um you can't choose your family but also you're you're always most likely going to be around them. If you have like a falling out with an ex or a friend and you want to cut that person off, it's a Mm. lot easier than if you're like cutting off like a sibling. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Okay. So family wise, I think we're kind of on the same page Yeah, because it would be very difficult. Like my family would really have to do something wrong for me to like not give them a second chance. Totally. And I think that there's a lot of reasons why someone wouldn't give their family a second chance. And that's totally fair. But it's just like, I think, think a lot of people that I would not or a lot of things that I would not let fly with friends I would let fly and give another chance to family I also think that we come from a slightly uh, different position than mm-hmm. everybody yeah, in this absolutely. episode because we have very loving accepting families yeah. so it's like if my family member did something to me now they have 20 almost 7 also last episode I said I was 27 did you? I'm not 27 how yet. old are you? I'm 26. Oh, you also called me 35 and I'm 28. No, I got that one right. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> Anyways, I literally was listening back and I was like, nope, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it is like aging yourself. Yeah. Um, they have 26, almost 27 years of being there for me. Yeah. So I'm like, if there was some sort of, I don't think there would be anything. No. Yeah. Um, at least with my close family members. I They've proven to me with their yes. love, war, than acceptance that they are there for me so totally. it's like the the balance would be different right whereas if I'm dating somebody for like six months and then they cheat on me I'm like there's not enough background here right. for you to prove that you actually cared about me, so I'm just going to snip you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Cut your dick off. Cut your absolute to. dick off. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Okay. When it comes to friendships, uh-huh. platonic relationships. I think this is like in tears as well. And yeah. Like in terms of difficulty, I think family would be the hardest. Friends, second hardest. And honestly, like relationships, like third hardest. I don't know, though. I feel like I'm quicker to cut friends. Really? Because I feel like once I'm in love with someone, like, I'm like, it's, no. I'm not saying that's a right, th- the right thing. Yeah. I'm saying, you fall like, hard, I too. fall hard. Yeah. Like, it is, like, like, I'm crazy <laughs> in love, okay? Like, when yeah. I'm in love with someone, like, I am in love. Like, they, they become my family. Right. Right? So, for me, I almost find it easier to, like, make exceptions for people that I'm in love with, which is shitty. But, like, when it comes to friends, I think that I've been fucked over with by quite a few friends in my past. And, like, I feel like... As I'm talking this out, I'm kind of realizing what it is. I think I expect people I'm in love with to fuck me over, and I think I don't expect it from my friends. So I think I give give me's to people that I'm dating right. more so because I've always been fucked over by people that I'm dating. Oh, that's a c- concerning statement no, honestly, to break down, honestly, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the more, like, now that I'm talking it out, I've always been fucked over, like, every of my past relationships I've been cheated on, like, I expect it. Like, it's almost like I'm mentally already there. Yeah. Whereas my loyalty in a friendship and my friends loyalty to me like 
I expect that to be my safe and like constant. Yeah. So when a friend fucks me over, I'm shocked. When a relationship fucks me over, I'm like, well, it happened again. Right. Which is fucked up. That's my own. But then you're agreeing with me that you're that tear is harder to accept. Friends are anyway. But easier to cut. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, you fucked me over. You're not a good friend. Because I think of friends as being, like, these uh, perfect safe spaces. Oh, okay. So you, like, flipped the... the yeah. Interesting. Which is, like, weird. Which is bad. I, yeah. I don't think that's a good thing. I'm, definitely not. <laughs> but I just... I, de- like, I think that's where my mind goes. Yeah. Like, I have had the same, like, really close friends since I was in elementary school, but, like, three of them. Yeah. And then I have, like, a few, like, what I like to call, like, adult friends that I've met, like, past high school that, like, I hold really close to me. But I'm very, like, those few people, like, I would never expect for you to fuck me over. Right. So if you did, I'd be like, what the fuck? Sean fucked me over? See ya. Yeah. Like, I would be just totally, like, rattled by it. But, like, when I'm dating someone, I almost, like, expect it in a weird way. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's concerning. I need to talk to a therapist. uh, Well, I do. Talk to a therapist. I'll bring this up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not them. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, this isn't a free therapy session. (laughs) Kind of feels like it. This isn't your 77th free (laughs) therapy session. (laughs) So are there relationships and friendships that you have gone back to? You've revisited, as the topic implies? So... Get into your relationships that you went back to, Brie. Let's <laughs> dig up that old trauma. <laughs> I love that. I got the shovel, bitch. Honestly, with friendships, like, once I cut a friend out, they're kind of gone. Okay. Like, I, I... Yeah. I'm very, like, with friendships, I, like, hardly ever return to them. I'm not saying, like, I'm... I want to make it clear. I'm not talking about, like, an argument with a friend. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, if they do something that I feel, like, upsets my, like, loyalty. Yeah. Like, in a more serious way. Um, I'm just, like... I think the other thing is now, like, is that when you're in a relationship with someone, it's they're your one for most the majority of people, you know, unless you're polyamorous or whatever, open. So for me, a monogamous person, they are my one. Whereas with friends, I have like six best friends, let's say, that I'm like kind of constantly like around and they're my loyal people, most of which I've known since I was like a kid. Mm -hmm. So there's something about like knowing that like if one of them like really fucked me over. You have five more to go. I have five more to (laughs) fuck me over. And that sounds fucked. I'm not saying they're disposable. I'm just saying like it doesn't leave like unsettle my life. They're not disposable, but they're not not disposable. Mm, (laughs) Yeah, they just kick him out. It upsets my life in that it breaks my heart, but I'm also not willing to give that person another chance to break my heart again. Okay. Whereas I feel like when I'm when I'm in a relationship, I'm so monogamous and they're so like my life and I fall so hard as we talked about that my feeling when I break up with someone is like I'm never gonna have love again. Yeah. Like Oh my god, my whole life is over when it comes to being with my person and being in love. Like, it's not just that person exiting my life. It's, like, me feeling like I'm never going to love again. Okay. Well, you put a lot of weight on it, I see. (laughs) I put a lot of weight on it. And I I fall hard. I think we're so different because, like, I... I'm, like, the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Like, you don't, like, you don't, like, fall the same way I do. No. I don't think a lot of people fall the same yeah, way I Yeah, I don't think I a do. lot of sane scientists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a crazy scientist. <laughs> yeah, so I fall hard. Breakups are really hard. But I will say, in between, like, I'm great being single. I actually feel like I'm, like... 
when I'm single, I'm totally fine. Yeah. Like, and I'm not... For like, the two hours it lasts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Opposite. Like, oh. I'm single for long periods of time. Okay. Like, I'm on always shocked by, like, how many people you've dated. Like, since I've known you, how many people have you dated? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't mean that in a negative way. So you want to get rid of <laughs> Since I've known you, how many serious relationships have you had? Like committed, like I mean, serious is a is a interesting word, but like like exclusive. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like three. Whereas I feel like with me, like I have only had in my life three serious relationships. Okay. Yeah, and then in between those, I am so single, and I wait for the person that I know is gonna rock my fucking world. Okay, and I like well, <laughs> I don't accept like anything less. <laughs> I'm just getting fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't accept anything less. Yeah, like, I yeah, literally. Yeah, no, no. I, I do apparently. <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I've been roasting myself for the last twenty minutes. Yeah. No, I actually feel like I'm crazy because I will date completely normal people that I think most people in a dating way would be like, "This is going great. We go to restaurants. We have great conversations. I laugh." Yeah. Um. I, our lives link up. We like the same things. I should continue dating them and see where this goes and naturally progress and naturally fall into love. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm not in love with you in the first half an hour. Bye. Bye. Like, actually. Like, yeah. there's like... It has to be, like, that crazy. So, I think that I'm just different in that sense because when I find someone, I'm like, this is my, like, person. Like, I saw them, like, love at first sight. I'm obsessed with them. I'm never going to let them go. So I feel like I'm more willing to give them a chance, which I'm not saying is not, like, toxic and shitty to myself. Yeah. I'm just saying that is definitely the way that I kind of handle things, whereas I feel like you're so much more reasonable. Well, in general, yes. In general as well, <laughs> yeah. Like, you, like, see things as a reasonable value. Like, am I being, like, treated right? Like, I'm going to naturally see where this progresses and goes. Right. Like, you know, it's just, it, we're very different I'm people. I'm a trial and error kind of bitch. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'll date this person for a while. And if it's not the one, then we'll break up. Whereas me, I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. No, I'm not going to date someone unless I already know they're the one. Okay. Like, well. going into it. So, yeah, I'm very, like, I'm very shitty when it comes to breakups in that sense. Yeah. But when I do hit my line, I will never talk to that person again. I'm so... Like, have you gone back to a relationship? Yes. Okay. So, like, meaning, meaning, this is, I think, big part... Have you broken up and then started dating or fucking one of your exes? Yes. Okay. And I think a big thing for me is timeline. Like, when I... Like, when I've done that before, it's because we've broken up for, like, a week. Right. Like, any of the times that it's happened, it's because it's... We break up, and then, like, a fucking week later, so-and-so, you know, the drunk call comes in, or the, like, I miss you text comes in, why do we do this? (laughs) Here we go. And then, okay, can we just meet up to talk, and then we meet up and talk, and then... Talk with your mouth to vag. Exactly, then we're fucking, (laughs) and then we're like, oh my god, we're in love again, like, let's be together forever. Yeah. And... I feel like I love love so much that I'm eager to, like, forget about the problems that were before. Yeah, So, I... In the past. Like, now... I feel like now I'm not like this anymore. In the past, I was definitely like this. And this is a big part of what I talked to my therapist about. But I was... 
eager to like forgive and forget and then it would happen again so that's why when i've talked about on this podcast before with like some past exes when i've been cheated on multiple times in the same relationship love that right (laughs) fuck it would be like i got cheated on i would break up with them and then a month later or two weeks later you're like kind of feeling like getting cheated on again <laughs> yeah and it's like they're like oh I'm so sorry and then I'm like you know what I don't even want to talk about it because that broke my heart so much I'd rather pretend it didn't happen because I love you Yeah. and then we start again and then it's all great in my mind and like oh we're so in love and let's just pretend that never happened and then they fucking cheat on me again Yeah. right so I feel like I've done that a lot but once I'm done I'm done. Now. (laughs) (laughs) And that sounds stupid saying, like, well, what does that mean? But I feel like every one of my exes at some point have hit a breaking point. Even if that's, whether that's going back to them once or going back to them three times. I think that was the most I ever did. It was like, okay, now, like, I'm done, but they don't know the difference. Yeah. And then that's when they get rocked about it because they're used to me eventually coming back and then I literally block them on everything and never answer them again without even a conversation. And they're like, what? I think there's a difference, though. There's, like, a breakup and then there's, like, you just... There's, like, a fundamental change in your brain. Yes. Where you just flip a switch and you're either, like, I'm not gonna put myself through this anymore or I'm not going to allow myself to sit through this anymore. Something just changes and sometimes it doesn't and then you keep getting hurt and then eventually it does. But I think that was a big thing for me. Like I've definitely gone back to literally there's only been like one relationship that I've really. Yeah. uh, Hmm. That's not true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one main one that I went back to. Right. And it was, like, the person that I had seen the longest. Like, mm. my first, I would say, like, l- what I felt was love. Right. Um, but I think the big difference was that at that time in my life, I didn't really understand my own self-worth. Yeah. So it's like I obviously still had love for this person, but I didn't have the balls to admit to myself that I didn't deserve to be cheated on. So now I'm like, I like if you cheated on me, that's like the end. And also like if you just treat me like shit or like gaslight me, that's the end. But for me as a young, like, queer person, I, like, thought that that was the love that I deserved. And I also think that, like, when it's one of your, or your first love, you almost think that that's what everybody else is going through. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, relationships are hard because everybody's, you know, getting cheated on and being lied to. yeah. And then you start figuring out that, like, no, like, some people are, weirdly enough, yeah. in happy relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Which was actually wild to me. Like, I, oh, yeah. I literally thought that that's, like, what everybody went through. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, I think it doesn't help when in the media you hear about all these celebrities getting cheated on. You know, you have the Chloe and Tristans. And, like, when I was growing up, it was, like, I was watching, like, Laguna Beach and the Hills and, like, yeah. reading Gossip Girl and all this stuff. And it was, like, oh, everyone's constantly cheating on each other. Like, this is the way it goes. And I'm, like, all right, I'm just Chloe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for my Tristan baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I feel like now, like, oh, my God, if Julia cheated on me, I would, oh, yeah. It, there wouldn't even be a conversation. No. I would pack my things and never speak to her again. So I've learned my lesson now. Yeah. But I definitely feel like I was a serial, like, going back to 
kind of bitch. Yeah. I think I used to be like a, a more of like a see the good in people, but now yeah. I'm like see the truth that is given to me <laughs> and move on with that. So in that case that you like went back, wh- how long was it between when you broke up and when you be- went back? Like, oh are we God, talking, like, which time? Kind of <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it happened so many. I think it happened like three times. Okay. And they were all like consecutive or like over the years like, they were we dated for like two years okay. and it was like probably after a year and then like six months after that and then right. and we lived across the country so we would right. be like back and forth it was this whole thing but then yeah I literally was like what like what is happening and yeah. I remember like the last like it was almost happening again and I remember so vividly that the last time it happened I had that switch flip and I had a screaming argument with him in my car and kicked him out of my car and I was like this is the last time you will like ever treat me like that and then the best part was like literally like a month later he tried to get back and I I was laughing because I remember looking at these text messages like a year or so ago because I was cleaning out my old phone and I was looking at these and I was like you can tell that I am a different person yes I was reading my messages back and I was like wow I really was that bitch yeah I literally was like I'm so proud of myself my messages were like this isn't gonna help like you need to fucking move on like we can't just do the same shit over and over again like I was like Mm -hmm. and they were like oh well I see I see there as being two options and I was like really because I see there as only being one option <laughs> like I was like okay I am that bitch yeah, so. got it. see my thing is I recently came across some old messages that I sent to someone that I dated um when I was really young yeah and this th- this person we very lightly dated and like, date light <laughs> a little yeah a little light dating yeah um and uh they never did anything wrong to me they were they were actually really nice it was uh, that's a good memory actually that's I don't really have many of that story. okay <laughs> but no I was reading the messages with them and yeah. like just how we used to converse about like life and like dating and like make plans and like flirt and everything and i was like who am i reading right now like i was reading my own messages and i didn't recognize myself totally and it's so weird to go back and do that as at like 28 when i'm reading messages when i was like 21 and in my mind because obviously i'm with myself every day yeah it's a slow progression so you don't realize like how Mm -hmm. much you've changed and i'm like holy Fuck, I am nothing like I was oh, then. Absolutely. Uh, in all different sorts of ways. And that almost makes me like feel like so much more comfortable being in a relationship now because I'm like, no, Brie, like you wouldn't let this happen to you again. Exactly. Because like who you were when you were twenty two, sorry, just playing footsie with you <laughs> under the table. <laughs> little sneaky foot. Um when you were twenty two, twenty three, twenty one, whatever, like that shit wouldn't fly anymore. Like, in every way, you are a grown-up, yep. and you've matured, and you've realized your worth, and and also you're less annoying. Holy shit, the way I used to flirt. Uh, so you're still annoying, but... I mean, I said less. <laughs> less. Less. Um, I think also, like, the, uh, the girls that I went to university with yeah. would always joke that... Because I started university when I was like seventeen, yeah. I went right out of high school to university. And the girls I would go—I've talked about this before—but the girls I went to university with would joke that in the four years of university, yeah. I was a different person every 
one of the years. Yeah. I had a completely different style. I yeah. was like had different hair. Like I dyed my hair like fire truck red yes. and then black and then I was like emo and like this whole thing. And I think a lot of that was that that reflected who I was kind of dating at the moment. Yeah. And then the last two years of that I was seeing this he who shall not be named. Yes. Um, and <laughs> look at, look at, yeah, it's, I'm like that nose baby. <laughs> or lack of their eyes. Um, uh, the, like, the danger of dating people so young was that I didn't really understand who I was as yeah. a person. I was figuring it out. I was figuring it out with that person. Mm-hmm. And when I was deep diving all these fucking messages, uh-huh. like over a year ago, I, it was the same thing. The messages that I was sending super early into the relationship, yeah. I was like, who is this person? Yeah. But then seeing those ones right at the end, yeah. I was like, I think that's... You got it. That's when I related to that mm-hmm. person most. And I'm like, oh, I think that is kind of when I started on the path to who I am today. Right. You know? Totally. So, And I think that's why it's so cheesy, but... Like, everything does teach you a lesson, because a lot of times it feels like, oh my god. Like, my least favorite excuse when people go back to their significant others is a time frame. Like, when they're like, but, like, I've given them two years of my life. It's all about a time frame. (laughs) No, no, meaning, like, time frame for me is, like, I would go back because it was, like, close to, and I wasn't over them yet. were still at their house in, like, like an hour. (laughs) I was still, like, in love with them, and they just broken up with me or, like, cheated on me, like, three days before. No, but meaning, like, when people are like, oh, but I just, if I don't go back, then I've lost so much time. No. It's like, bitch, have you ever done economics? Sunken cost. <laughs> Come on. Sunken cost. Absolutely. If you're listening, look that up. What's this, <laughs> Look up what's a sunken cost. Because honestly, like to me, I'm like, no, you got what you needed out of that. Oh, that's such a ridiculous thought process is like, but I've spent so much time with them. Well, do you want to spend more? They're awful. No, and also, like I was saying, it's kind of about this this growth that you go through. Yeah. But n- at no time in my growth as a person have I thought it was acceptable to cheat on someone. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, maybe you grew as a person in the past two years, yeah. but you also thought it was okay to cheat on somebody and lie to somebody and gaslight somebody. Yeah. So now, do I think you grew that much? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. And I know this is like the age old proverb, but like that a ch- once a cheater, once a always, cheater, a cheater. always a cheater. I firmly believe You in believe that. that? I firmly believe in that. I believe that too. Because it's not so much even like um, about what they say, it's about how they make you feel with the cheating. <laughs> I was like, when you said that, I was like, wow, I've never a, thought of it that way. What a beautiful what a gorgeous way to put quote. it. Oh, a little Gandhi. I've got to write that down. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Um, but no, I honestly think you, there is a lot to be said of, uh, of growth, but there are some fundamental things that if you can disrespect somebody's time and energy and person yeah. enough to do something terrible to them, yeah. I don't think you're going to change enough. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about the evil assholes we used to date, but now I want to talk about, I think, a bigger issue. I have one, before you get into this and issue, one more just evil to tie asshole? this, no, okay. no, no, just to tie this right back okay. to um, our little girl, Kovita. Mm. Um, I feel like relationships, my old relationships, are like the toilet paper okay. that people are hoarding, yeah. but then I realize that I've used it, and now it's covered in <laughs> shit. <laughs> So I don't want to use it again. Okay, gorgeous. Yeah. Sean's quotes. Your exes are covered in shit. (laughs) 
fecal human matter. <laughs> oh my god. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeously my put. Quote. Um so we've talked about the people that are covering the shit. <laughs> now I want to talk about I think a bigger issue because okay. I do think like if someone's terrible to you blah 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 I I think the, you know the world is a big place. Oh, the bigger issue is when they're not terrible to exactly. you. Exactly. Like it's all easy to say why revisit when they've cheated because I think that there's another love out there for you even if they have changed when you have all that baggage to fresh start it and trust issues it's so hard just go do yourself a favor find someone new yeah like get yourself a fresh start because even if they a are French start oh, get yourself a French bitch okay <laughs> get yourself French tips yeah honestly <laughs> unless you're lesbian yeah then don't don't um but yeah no. Because even if they have changed, like you talked about, like, you don't think they might have, but, like, let's say they have. Now they're an angel. Okay. You still see them as this person that did these things to you. So it's yeah. so hard to restart that. But there's a lot of reasons relationships split up that have nothing to do with, like, cheating or being a horrible person or anything else. I have not had the opportunity to see how that would feel because all of my exes have cheated on me. Right. But so you, you have had a lot of relationships that have ended. Have I had a lot of relationships, Marie? You have. You have had, a, a, you have had quite a few relationships. What would be your scientific calculation on them? Serial <laughs> um, dater. Um, and, and, and a lot of them which is very mature of you, have ended in, like, fairly decent ways. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them, actually, you have continued to be friends to some level right. for whatever period of time or maybe still with your ex. Yeah. So as someone who has experienced that, have you ever gone back to someone later on that, like, it maybe just didn't work for XYZ? Um, yeah, I have, but... <laughs> those people I'm not dating. <laughs> yeah. And for me, a big thing was that uh, there was somebody that I dated that it didn't work out for not horrific reasons. Yeah. Then there was a possibility of it happening again. And I realized that the same, like, things that weren't right the first time, not in a horrific sense, yeah. still weren't right. Mm -hmm. And that maybe my um, growth projection didn't match up with theirs. Yeah. Um, and I, I am like a pretty firm believer in once you're always a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a pretty firm believer in if something is meant to happen, it'll happen the first time. Right. So I don't know. You just, I, for me, I just, you feel it. I mm -hmm. feel, I was like, this just isn't meant to be. If, right. if we need to be figuring this out so many times or so trying hard to yeah. make something happen, it's just not, it's meant not the be. tea. So That's I got coffee, bitch. Yeah. So how do you feel about people that say like the one that got away then? Um, like, do you believe in that? Do you think that beautiful they're... Ka Katy Perry song? First Honest, of all, <laughs> stunning. I love that song. Me too. I'm like, am I gonna cry? Yeah, I am. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, it's an experience that I can't really speak to. Yeah, as much. I don't feel like I have a one that got away. Right. Um, I feel oh, like me neither. <laughs> I feel like I did think that for a while, but mm -hmm. then this is one of those people that I have yeah. realized it just it wasn't right for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um. 
but I don't know. I think you kind of have to trust trust your gut. If you feel like mm-hmm. it is your person, I'm not going to tell yeah. you otherwise. And I feel like speaking to that, like sometimes you need to give things another go just for the closure. Yeah. Sometimes you, if it, if there hasn't been a crash, get back on that highway and f- <laughs> crash that motherfucker. <laughs> like, honestly, it sounds fucked up. Like, I'm not giving this as advice. Oh, God, none of this podcast. Yeah, God. Disregard everything we say. But sometimes I f- think that for whatever circumstances, whether it's, like, a somewhat bad circumstance, like, someone cheated when you were younger or, like, older. Like, if you're still thinking about that person and you're, like, really holding yourself back, but it's going to affect your future relationships. Then try and then, then get may, over it. Then my, just... why not? And go in with, like, a more mature mindset. No, Stand your ground more. Know your worth more. Make some promises to yourself. But then at least you will know. Because yeah. I know a lot of people that have, like, completely restricted themselves from going back to somebody. And then... And then in every new relationship, they're always comparing them or thinking, like, should I have gone back? Yeah. And then that's going to affect you the rest relate? of your life. How does it relate? How does it compare to this person? Yeah. Like, if you have feelings like that, like, go back, ride it till the wheels fall off. And yeah. then if they do fall off, like, buy a new fucking car. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> the one exception, obviously, being if you're... If you don't have enough money for a car. Exactly. Then get a horse. <laughs> yeah. No, if you're unsafe in any way. Like, obviously, oh, totally. if, if you're in an abusive setting, uh, emotionally, physically, sexually, whatever it may be. Um, do not go back to that no. person. Get out. I also will say that um, a big thing that I think is important with uh, revisiting a relationship, yeah. good or bad, or however you feel about it, um, communication. Because mm-hmm. um, you could be in your head about this fucking person being the one that got away for you, and they don't feel the same way about you. Ain't so, that the truth? <laughs> so yes. Just make sure there's clear communication so yeah. that you're not wasting your time. Life thinking about that. Yeah. Also, follow your own fucking happiness like Mm -hmm. i also think like we just talked about earlier about how we've changed in so many years and like reading our past text messages being like oh my gosh who is that yeah i think a lot of times with ones that got away people are thinking of them as the person that they dated and have since built them up in their minds oh totally like if you went back to that person you'd probably be like what like i actually don't even know (laughs) who this person is. And I'm actually pulling up right now a new, fresh Breeze quote that I saw. What's that? Um, uh, I forget. I thought I had a quote for a second, but it's not my forte. Okay, so this is by Ian Thomas and it says, I'm not the person you left behind anymore. There's no one here to miss. Da-da-da-da-da. Praise fucking quotes, Honestly, my does that ring a fucking cheer to your eye? <laughs> that is so true, though. But, like, it actually... Is, I read that, and I was like, that's fucking true, because even, like, speaking of, like, all my exes, like, let's say in any one of their minds, they're like, oh, I wonder why it never worked out with Brie, or, like, I wish it did. Like... If they're thinking of me of when they dated me, like, I'm not that person Literally. Anymore. I'm like, first of all, I'm way more annoying and, like, 30 pounds heavier. So, <laughs> so, so on that note, if we're your ones that got away... We're fat now. <laughs> <laughs> and so annoying. So annoying. Oh, my God. The worst. Um, so just feel lucky. Feel, feel blessed. Um, okay, on that note, uh, wherever you're listening, first of all, 
We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'd love if you followed or subscribed, whether that's on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever Android people listen. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Um, write us a little note. We love to hear from you. And follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And I'm trying to become a TikTok star, so if you can follow me at Brian Williamson underscore. I know last episode I said at it's Brian Williamson. I've recently rebranded. So please find me over on TikTok. It's very important. Um, this is actually going to change into a TikTok podcast starting next week. See you. <gasps> Oh, oh, I have some. Oh, oh, what, what? Yeah, what? I have, no. It's a whole other thing that we need to get into another podcast episode. Oh I just learned gosh. a term that about like that lesbians use that I hate. Oh my gosh! Okay, stay tuned for lesbian terms yeah. coming soon. And we'll, and we'll see you around the game. <laughs> you did it this time. Oh my god! It's mine. <laughs>